Hello, hello, and welcome to the Maternity Podcast, where we're chatting all things mom. Hi guys, welcome back. We've got another fun interview for you guys, and this time it is with Jessica Hall, um, and we'll kind of talk a little bit in a second about what she talked about, Um, but we just wanted to remind you about the ability for you guys to send in voice memos. We'd love to hear from you guys and hear your stories. So go ahead and check out that link in the description and we'd love to include your funny stories in the upcoming episodes. Um, But like I said, we interviewed Jessica Hall today and Megan will kind of tell you a little bit about who she is and what we talked about. So this was a super fun interview with Jess. She's actually our cousin and she talks about um, being pregnant and giving birth during the pandemic And she talks about her journey with breastfeeding, the struggles that come with breastfeeding, and kind of some resources and tips for you if you're in that journey. And she also talks about mental health, which I think is super important, and um, I think you'll gain a lot from what she has to say and her perspective on maternal mental health. Yeah, so enjoy the interview, and we will circle back with you at the end. Hall. She's actually our cousin. She has one little boy. His name is Ajaxio and he is one. And we're here to chat with her about her motherhood experience. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I guess we'll let's start with this. Do you want to just kind of just tell us a little bit about your journey as a mom and then we'll kind of expand on that? Yes. Yeah. So I have been wanting to be a mom my whole life. Um, so I was super excited when I got pregnant a couple years ago, I guess now. <laughs> um, and I had a Jaxio on leap day, actually, which was fun. Um, and so um, I, it's been a blast. I love being a mom. There's all the ups and downs, and it's a little bit crazy, but it's been super fun. So, <laughs> so tell us about how... About your kind of birth experience. I know that <laughs> you had an exciting day the day that you had a Jaxio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I, my husband really wanted us to have him on leave day. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried all of the things that they say, like the curb walking. We went on a really long walk, and I ended up having to, like, run across the street <laughs> as, like, a very, very pregnant woman. And um, then... At, like, 8.30 at night, my water broke in bed, which is the only place I didn't want it to break. (laughs) And um, we rushed to the hospital, which was only five minutes away, and I was already having my second contraction. And so um, we went into the hospital, and they were, like, asking me questions, and I was like, I don't know. I can't can't answer you. And um, so we started. I got into the room, and... I was in labor for six hours, six and a half hours, and he was right there, <laughs> so he came really fast. What has surprised you most about being a mom? Obviously, this is like your first time, it's your first kid, mm-hmm. so what's been the most surprising thing to you? I think that I didn't realize how much babies want their moms. <laughs> I think it's like the best thing and the worst thing sometimes, because sometimes it's like, oh, all he wants is me, and I'm like, haha, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like that unconditional love. But then sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like, please go to your grandma, I'm so tired. And so I think that, that I didn't realize how much that would affect me, I guess. Yeah. For sure. 
And so, pretty much his whole life has been a pandemic. <laughs> okay, actually, his whole life has been yes. during the pandemic. <laughs> uh-huh. How has that, like, been versus what you kind of expected your whole life, like, wanting to be a mom? Has there been anything that's been, like, a big discrepancy, either good or bad? Um, I think that, so one thing that happened is he was born and Lennon stayed home for a week, um, my husband, and then Lennon went back to work for three days and then it was declared a pandemic. And so, um, he's been home Ajaxia's entire life, which has been awesome. It like, it's like really good and like hard sometimes too, but, um, but it's been cool because we've both been able to see every milestone, every little thing, you know. And I feel like Ajaxio has been way more attached to Landon than he may have been if Landon wasn't home the entire, (laughs) his entire life, you know? And so it's really cool to see that Landon has been able to bond with him like that. Um, But right after, within the first month of Ajaxio's life, we had to ask everyone to just kind of stay away for a while, which was a little bit hard (laughs) to, um, it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I liked having everyone come over. It distracted me from... (laughs) being tired and sad and and having a hard time and so um and so that was really hard and we we've kind of phased back in and now we see everyone and it's nice but um yeah so it was it had a lot of like good and bad definitely with it that would be that's a super hard period that postpartum especially with your first baby and you're like Wait, I don't, I don't know what to do. Why is this baby crying? Mom, this baby needs you. <laughs> yeah, That's how I felt. I was like, Mom, he's crying. She's like, feed him then. Like, oh, I have to feed him. So I can imagine being all on your own. I yeah. feel like that'd be so hard. It definitely took like a few weeks for me to be like, oh, I know what he needs now. Because <laughs> so at the beginning, I'm just like, he's just crying. And like, I was like, he thought he's just crying to cry. But then I was like, oh, he's crying because he wants that. Or like, oh, I know that cry now, you know. And so. Yeah, it's like not something you can time. even describe to anyone else you're just like I can't tell you how I know but I know that that means something exactly specific. yep <laughs> yeah I feel like being the aunt I'm like here's your child is crying I don't know what to do with it <laughs> yes I feel like even like my mom does that she's like what and I'm like this and he wants that <laughs> so for else so how has having a baby changed your relationship with your husband this is a good question um I think feel like we have had to learn <laughs> a lot of things. We've had to learn how to connect. Um, I feel like it was easy before we had a baby to just be like, oh, let's go on a date or let's do this. But now that we have another person in the house that takes all of our time and energy, <laughs> we really have to like set aside our time and be like, okay, we're doing our thing now, you know? And so sometimes, um, we just have to call someone and say, will you come over for a few minutes? We just need some time. Um, so th- we've really learned how to prioritize ourselves um, through having someone else in our house. But I also think that um, we've had to learn how to work through like being exhausted, <laughs> which I didn't realize how tired we would be. But um, we've had to learn how to work through those like emotions and things when we're so tired that we can't even function normally anyway. And so we've had to really learn how to communicate better. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah serious. It's no joke when they're like, mom, sleep. It's like sleep without the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're hit, like you, you can't even imagine the amount of exhaustion until you have a baby. And all of a sudden you're like, like I've hit my threshold for exhaustion 
20 hours of sli- like sleepless yeah. musical. Like, I, <laughs> yes. I am just, I don't even know how I'm alive. I know. I'm so glad that Ajaxia sleeps really good now. Because in the beginning, I was like, we're never going to make it. I was like, we're all just going to pass out one day. And, nothing, and nothing's going to get done. <laughs> but, but we made it. <laughs> That's, moms are amazing like that. You're just like, you, somehow you just keep surviving. <laughs> exactly. You, you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, tell us a little bit about your breastfeeding journey journey with him. I know... Yeah. I'll let you tell about yeah. it. I know that you had an interesting journey. Um, so, I always thought that... Bre- I think I thought that breastfeeding would be easy. <laughs> it was... A, and I was in school, and I learned a lot about um, having babies and, like, all of the things. And I knew all the statistics, and I thought, okay, I can do this. So, I didn't take a class. Um a breastfeeding course, um, which I really regret. I wish I would have done that. Um, and then when we were in the hospital, um, he wouldn't latch at the, even like the very first time. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like we'll get it, you know? And then throughout the time in the hospital, he just wouldn't latch and wouldn't latch. And he was just tired and he didn't want to wake up. And, um, he ended up actually having low blood sugar and so they had to rush him off and feed him with a tube down his throat, and then he, like, spit up a bunch of, like, amniotic fluid, and it was so <laughs> very exciting <laughs> and stuff, but um, he kept not wanting to latch after that, too, and so um, by the time we and, um, by the time we left the hospital, he still hadn't latched at all, and so I um, was very stressed about it and very emotional about it because, you know, the hormone (laughs) drop is very crazy. Um, But um, I decided I wanted to keep trying. So I was trying to pump and I was trying to feed him and I didn't really know how because I hadn't taken any classes or anything. And so eventually I realized that he wasn't going to latch and he was not going to, he wasn't going to eat (laughs) because we'd been feeding him with like a tube um I can't remember what that's called do you remember what that's called when you do like the tube and you stick it in your mouth in their mouth at the same time I can't remember remember what it's called either that's okay (laughs) we were feeding him in other ways and they were easier than breastfeeding and so he didn't want to try to breastfeed And so I felt like I had to pump, or I wanted to. I did want to. And so I pumped for nine months. Um, And during that whole time, though, there were a lot of hormones and a lot of emotions. And it was really, really hard to let go of that expectation of breastfeeding and of having that time with my baby. And... um, so I um, ended up stop- and stopping pumping, which was a good idea because I was having many, many hormones that needed to kind of um, dissipate. Um, but I think that it taught me a lot, and I learned that I needed to take a class, and next time I will. <laughs> and um, it also taught me that you kind of have to be on top of that. If, if it's a struggle, there are lactation consultants and a lot of different people that can help you with that process, but you want to know who those people are before you're in the crazy emotional hormonal spot, because then it's too hard to call someone and to get the help that you need. 
So that's so we we bottle fed and it was great and <laughs> my baby still is attached to me so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but yeah it was really hard for me it's harder for me than anyone else but <laughs> yeah serious but like there's you're just emotional as it is and then having that expectation um so I'm not trying to say like ball thing is bad but like, you're like okay what in your mind you're like I have to breastfeed I want like that's the only good thing my baby will hate me if not that's yeah. what your brain is telling yes. you you know and, then, you're like, and it's hard and I will say like a lactation consultant is amazing but tell like my lactation consultant didn't really wasn't very helpful right yeah but then with Colt I was like like that was like almost like almost easy I'm not gonna say it was easy but like yeah. comparatively yeah. I was like this is like so much easier just having a lactation consultant who like was super helpful so, like, if you are wanting to breastfeed, like, and it's hard, for sure go there. Like, yes. that's... <laughs> Have a phone number ready to call, is what I would say, because then it makes it so easy to just be like, okay, I need help now. And they're really... I know they can be really helpful. I just was so emotional that I couldn't call them. <laughs> yeah. And so, so we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, it's important to have your resources, and that's, mm -hmm. if you don't know about that resource, now you do. <laughs> yes, get the number. <laughs> so, what, like, if you were to go back to yourself when you were, like, first having your kid, what is, like, the piece of advice that you'd give to yourself or to any other, like, new moms that are just having their first kid? <laughs> this is gonna sound funny. <laughs> don't have a baby until you have a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> And realize that like nobody goes into having a baby I think even with like a second baby you still have to learn them and um, it takes some time and so if they're crying unconsolably it's not your fault and <laughs> you'll figure it out it just takes some time so just give yourself that grace to be able to say like okay it's okay we can all take a breath and then we can try again and but it comes eventually so, and also sleep comes eventually. <laughs> so, just wait it out. <laughs> okay, well, along those same lines, what's your best mom hack? <laughs> um, I'll go to think. Let me think. Um, I don't know if I have good mom hacks. <laughs> <laughs> mom hack. I feel like I've shared it a lot of times and now I can't remember. Have you? I feel like my best mom hack is um, to just put them in the bath. That's a good one. <laughs> if, they're, if they won't stop crying, you put them in the bath and they'll stop. <laughs> or go one. outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think like um, those are pretty common ones, but yeah, put them in the bath or go outside and they'll stop crying immediately. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> What's, like, the best product that you found that has, like, helped you with raising your kid? Okay, I like a lot of products. <laughs> I, um, I think that the product that, let's see, we had, like, a swing when he was first born that was one of my favorite things because it just was, like, one of those, like, baby swings that swing side to side and we could just buckle him in there. 
and he would just go to sleep, and it was awesome. I was like, this is great. Um, I also think that um, the I liked my ring sling um, <laughs> at the wild bird one, and it was it was nice when when he was really little. I liked it because he was just so close to me. Um, and I also just think that picking your car seat well is a, an important thing, you know, just for your car and your lifestyle <laughs> because they're, you use them a lot and they're a big deal. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, do you have anything else you would like to share that you would, about um, yourself, about your mom journey, anything you'd say to moms? Yeah, I think that... Um, one thing that we don't talk about enough with new moms is postpartum depression and anxiety. And I think that um, a lot of people struggle with it. Most people, actually, the statistics say, um, struggle with some form of it. And so I would say that the problem I had was not knowing what to do about it. <laughs> and so um, all you have to do is call your doctor. And, but nobody ever tells you that. <laughs> and so I was like, I have to find a therapist. I have to do all this stuff. But all you have to do is call your doctor and have a chat with your doctor and um, see what you want to do. And going to the doctor doesn't mean you have to go on medication if you don't want to. But you can if you want to, and it's very helpful. Um, and also, therapists are just great. So <laughs> so I think that um, that's something that if, like, if somebody's struggling with it, they need, you need help. Um, and the help is great. And if you just reach out for that again, just call your doctor and say, <laughs> I need some help, and they'll, and they'll help you out with it. So that's, I think, an important thing that we don't say enough. Yeah, I don't feel like it's talked about hardly at all. And I feel like it's, like, almost taboo. It's, like, even though... Most people do. You're like, oh my gosh, like I feel sad. Like yeah. something's wrong with me. I feel, I should feel so happy. Exactly. Yeah, you have this new little baby, or or even like I was, I didn't even call the doctor until like a year in, you know, and so you feel like you should be elated and like so excited because you have what you've always wanted, but then you're just <laughs> not quite there, you know. But there is that you can be. That you don't have to be sad and anxiety ridden <laughs> so for sure well thanks for coming and chatting with us that was a lot of very helpful <laughs> stuff I love hearing people's stories everyone just has such a unique like journey on their path to motherhood and in their path of motherhood and I just love hearing how you've done things thank you <laughs> All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, I think she had some really awesome stuff that she talked about. Let us know down in the reviews or DM us on Instagram if you'd like us to try and do an episode in the future all about kind of post, I guess, postpartum mental health issues. Um, I think that that could be a super good one. So I'd love to know if you guys would be interested in that. Um, but also you can check us out on Instagram at maternity and the blog maternity.com where we've got uh, lots of other resources for you as well as we do have a few videos up on YouTube um, about just various different techniques for helping your children learn. Um, so we'd love to see you there. We'd love if you could would subscribe, follow, depending on what platform you're on and rate and review this podcast that really helps us out and we'll see you guys next week.